Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle. It is your buddy Gavin, old school freestyle. Not alone though, bringing one of our favorites. Dan O'Brien will join us momentarily from Philadelphia. We're going to talk about somebody that we didn't think we were ever going to have to talk about again. But this person went out and did something so ridiculous that I had to call on Dan O'Brien. We need to do a relatively semi-emergent, if you will, semi-emergency podcast on this subject. This person who we were hoping to ignore for the rest of eternity, but then did something that we feel like we just can't let go. They're a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Barely. That might be enough if you listen to our most recent Rock and Roll Hall of Fame pod a few months, you know, not a few months ago, a few weeks ago, probably six weeks ago or less. Dan O'Brien, Cindy Harrington, Roscoe P., myself, broke down the 2021 inductees. And uh, one of those people, actually two of those people, were spouting off at the mouth a little bit about not going to the ceremony. One of them maybe has a leg to stand on, kind of, but not really. And the other one, absolutely zero legs to stand on. So Dan O'Brien did mention that he doesn't think he will be able to get through his appearance without cursing. I think he's being facetious, but just in case... Maybe put some headphones in, maybe make sure that you're okay if Dan O'Brien does happen to curse. I will hopefully try to not curse, and I think Dan probably won't either. But listen, he gave me a little disclaimer on his terms to come on the pod. I said, I trust you, but I'll put a warning up front. So there you go. FilibusterFreestyle.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at FilibusterFreestyle. And um, subscribe, rate, and review to the show whenever you get a chance, anywhere you get your pods. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Good Pods, SoundCloud, all those places and more carry the podcast. We appreciate you listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and old school telling some friends about it. Theme song coming your way. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, 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 freestyle. Oh, and one quick thing before I bring in Dan O'Brien. I have no idea the setup Dan's going to have tonight. Sometimes Dan... His audio will sound like things are falling down the stairs behind him or shuffling off, whatever. So I don't know if it's going to happen or not. If it does happen and you happen to be not driving a car and over the age of 21 and in a place where maybe it's a Friday night, Saturday afternoon, a Sunday afternoon, you're having a beer or wine or whatever, or maybe even just a seltzer and want to have some good old-fashioned fun. If you hear any weird background noise out of the Dan O'Brien audio, feel free to take a sip of whatever you're having and see how you feel at the end of the pod. All right, let's bring in Dan. All right, welcome to Dan O'Brien. Dan, are you, are you coming to us live from the 215 of Philadelphia or somewhere else? I sure am. I'm coming live from Todd Rundgren's hometown of Philadelphia. Well, I do want to correct, uh, correct that. He's actually from Upper Darby, and I think after we finish with this, you'll be glad that he's technically from Upper Darby. Uh, I guess. I don't know. That, that actually tracks a little bit. <laughs> Better for you to say that than I. Um, yeah, he's, he's from Mayor from Easttown village yeah he's on the he's he's on the mayor of east town train by the way really quickly did you watch that yeah it's fantastic love it great show great show we probably should get into that some other time but so listen we all like mayor of east town uh it was a pretty interesting depiction of life outside of philadelphia in a murder mystery hbo style but you know who just murdered my day and maybe my weekend (laughs) Todd Rundgren, and I just didn't think we were going to have to talk about Todd Rundgren ever again. He got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As I've already said on the pre-theme song part of the show, 
Uh, Dan alerted me to this last night, as well as our other pundits, Roscoe P., Cindy Harrington. We definitely gave what we thought was Todd Rundgren, if we want to call him by his full name, all the venom we could about him getting into the Hall of Fame, what we believe to have been erroneously. And then we thought we'd be done with the guy. But no. And so, Dan, you, you would like me to read the quote from him last night about him and Belinda Carlisle potentially skipping the Hall ceremony? Yeah, just to give the listeners some, some context, because I actually even sent the article to you all, just uh, just like, hey, get a load of this jerk, um, but didn't even read the article, just based on the headline. I mean, that's why we have a crack research team. Right. Um, and then the crack research team got back to us with the following quotes, you're, you're going to read it. Yeah, so let me pull it up real quickly here. Uh, so yeah, here we go. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go verbatim here, okay, guys. So don't don't shoot the messenger, as they say, right? So our guy Todd Rundgren, um, he's he's taken issue in the past with how the fan vote is utilized and with the introduction of non-rock acts. He told Billboard of this year's nominees, "I'm a big Dionne Warwick fan, but name me one Dionne Warwick rock and roll song." Also, while I'm aware of Fela Kuti, I can't name a single musician who's ever cited him as a principal influence. Year by year, it makes even less sense, so why would I be more excited about it or suddenly change my mind? Why don't they just start inducting blues guys? Why do they have to go with Dionne Warwick or Mary J. Blige? Dan? Uh, I mean, if you're not offended by every phrase of that quote, then I, I don't, I don't want to know you. Um, <laughs> Fair. And I, there's so many things to break. Like you, we could spend a two-hour podcast breaking down just that those couple sentences. Yes. I would say the first thing is, is name me the one good rock and roll song by Todd Rundgren. First of all, uh, don't don't come for Dionne Warwick. Never come for don't Dionne come, Warwick. No, don't come for Mary J. Blige. Definitely don't come for Mary J. Blige. Don't come for Fela Kuti. Goodness you gracious, know, no. Don't come because the my excuse for not knowing who Fela Kuti was is because I wasn't born when he was putting out an album a year. Meanwhile, Todd Rundgren was at the height of his supposed powers while Fela was putting out two hour con- live concert records uh, that still still hold up. Still hold up. Yeah. Who as Roscoe mentioned yesterday who was collaborating and putting out albums with Ginger Baker in the 70s. Yeah. Well, uh, I would, Todd Rundgren never heard of either of them, apparently. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that Ginger Baker, the drummer of one of the great supergroups of all time, Cream, I don't think he, he was the one... I don't think Fela Kuti sought out Ginger Baker. I think Ginger Baker of Cream sought out Fela Kuti and said, let me do some percussion on your sickly amazing ingenious albums i want to be a part of the fela kuti experience no, no shade for ginger baker he's a real true first ballot hall of famer but, an artist a real artist but a real artist uh, a real hall of famer and even if he's the only notable person to have ever been influenced by fela kuti he did a damn album with him and he's a hall of famer influenced and or partnering and collaborating with fela kuti so not only was what you said offensive and wrong but also, Todd, his influence is a better Hall of Famer than you are. A thousand percent. And for all the, what, what Todd's basically saying, and for all those who weren't influenced or didn't acknowledge or, or know about Fela Kuti in the 60s, 70s, and 80s when he was really putting out some stuff, you know, 
we all missed the boat, quite honestly. Right. Um, and because, like we said, his music still holds up and is still relevant today, both the message and the music. It's really interesting stuff. And it might not be for you. It's not for everybody. Just like, you know, all, just like Todd Rundgren is for nobody, apparently. But right. The, right. The difference is... The difference is have, the difference is Fela is is an influence. He's influential today. He had a Broadway a hit Broadway musical based on all his music last decade, and it was a hit. And it brought his music to a whole new generation of people, including myself. Right. Um, meanwhile, we have Todd Rundgren, and I'm so mad that we're still talking about Todd Rundgren. And I and I'm leading this charge. I I, I admit that it's worth but, it. Yeah, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame conversation is fun because it's completely subjective. And, you know, whatever. You like one band, I like another. Roscoe doesn't like Bruce Springsteen. I find that crazy. We can, <laughs> we can laugh and talk and debate about that. 100%. Like we, can, like, we can debate about Todd Rundgren. Is he good or not? I don't have anybody to this day, 44 years on this earth, I don't have anybody to take the other side of that debate yet. But I am still looking. <laughs> Dan, the best part is, just to stop you for one second, you're from Philadelphia, and like mm-hmm. Philadelphia, like most cities, it has bands that it has produced that it will defend to the death. I will cite the Hooters of And We Dance fame from One Hit Wonder, 1980s, Philadelphia. They still play like at the Man Center. They still are beloved, right? Oh, please, first of all, please do not call the Hooters One Hit Wonder. You're at diminished all You're right. There's like three other songs. You're right. There's like three other songs. My bad. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia's a super provincial town in all things, uh, as you know, like much like Boston. Correct. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And yeah, and like a lot of these towns with a, a bit of a chip on their shoulder and a, and a complex. So anybody that comes out from around there, like, hey, listen, Taylor Swift is from an hour outside of Philadelphia and we all claim her. Yes. Uh, but, you know, Todd Rundgren is from like two minutes outside the city line. In Upper Darby, apparently, uh, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and root for him. And I, again, I don't know anybody. I live in and, Philadelphia. And that's the point. The, the, yeah. It's one thing for you not to like Todd Runger and really for any of us outside of Philadelphia, but for you to be someone who's basically spent the majority of your life between, you know, the South Jersey, greater Philadelphia region to not know one person who was like, now, hold on a minute. You were a little hard on Todd Rundgren six weeks ago. Nope. Exactly. And so this guy has the, the stones to say, I'm not going to go to this thing that he clearly has been trying to get into for, since 1985 or 95, whatever the year was when he first became eligible. Let me give you a couple numbers here. And then they're not like number one, number two, number three. That's what I'm talking about. So he's been nominated multiple times. Anybody as obscure as him getting repeatedly nominated, excuse me, they want to be nominated despite pretending they don't. Number two, he could have taken his name out. Yes, exactly. He could have said, guys, I literally don't want to be a part of this. Number two, he booked a show in Cincinnati, Ohio, the same night as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony in Cleveland, Ohio. So he's definitely using the fact that he's a Hall of Famer to play a show on the other end of the state. And my guess is he's probably still going to show up. And ooh, Todd's here. Anyway, he said some disparaging things about fellow nominees. We already got into that. And there's nothing less cool, number four, than acting too cool for something that you clearly and desperately actually care about and want to be a part of. What a it's loser. Sad. What a loser. It's, it's so, he's such an old dork. Uh, <laughs> just a, a combination of, uh, like, we, we don't have to cover his bad music anymore, but a bad attitude. And again, if you don't perform, like, that's a bad look for you, but uh, whatever, that's on you. Um, like Janet Jackson, she showed up, she didn't perform. I'm still a little salty about it, but she's cool. Uh, even if you don't show up, all right, no big deal. 
But again, to show to not show up and to trash other nominees with the lamest, oldest boomer take in the world. Boomer. Like, X music is not rock and roll, so they shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Guess what? The Rolling Stones are completely derivative, and all music is based off of a previous type, and it has evolved, thankfully, since the days of Todd Rundgren. Yes. Um, in, and you know who we would love to hear at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction would be a Dionne Warwick doing a Greatest Hits medley. Absolutely. A, a tribute to Fela Kuthi band to do something magical, like a 70-piece band come out there and do a jam. It would be amazing. Uh, Chaka Khan, for God's sakes. Again, I'll bring her up on this pod. Can't, you know, can't say enough good things. Yeah, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Iron Maiden, all not it. All eligible. Um, and meanwhile, we have to suffer through the dumb nomination, and even worse, the dumber quotes that this guy is relevant again for a few minutes, and we are feeding the flames, admittedly, by talking about him, but he can't sell out a thousand-person arena in Philadelphia, his hometown, So, and he's going to try to big-time the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Exactly. That's that's what we're calling out. You know, and I said loser earlier. Maybe Todd is or isn't a loser. That might or may not have been mean, but it's a loser mentality to trash your fellow nominees, and to pretend that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is still about, quote, rock and roll. Come on, guys. Rock and roll was invented from the blues and from other things, but the amount of people who are in there, from jazz musicians to pop stars, and listen, if you don't like pop stars or non-rock and roll, Todd, you're going to hate the next 10 years of inductees because everybody becoming eligible, as we chronicled six weeks ago on our lengthy podcast, is going to be from the pop sensation era of Britney Spears, by the way, Free Britney, NSYNC, and the rest yeah. of them. Music, pop music, a.k.a. rock and roll music, which rock and roll music was just the pop music of a certain era. That's all it was. It was what pop music was before we knew what pop music was by name. So it's the Pop Music Hall of Fame. It's the Successful Famous Musician Hall of Fame. Todd, you don't belong in it anyway. You should be in the Sideman category as a producer, and LL Cool J should get your spot because he's a rap pioneer and an absolute superstar, and it's a gosh darn travesty, as we've already chronicled, that we're even talking about you and wasting oxygen on you. It's a loser mentality, loser quotes, loser take, Oh, go back to Upper Darby, Todd. Get out of Cincinnati, get out of Ohio, get out of my dreams and get into my car. Billy Ocean said it. Woo! Should be in the hall. Billy Ocean should be in the Hall of Fame, absolutely. <laughs> Jewel the Nile theme song? That was a hit. Tell you what, we will do it. If Billy Ocean ever gets nominated, he's got a friend here in the freestyle. Um, yeah, when the going gets tough. That was such a good song. Yeah, exactly. And then a Caribbean Queen. Anyway, we see Todd. We know more Billy Ocean songs than we know your songs. That's that's 100%. the problem. That's the problem right there. And I thought your best, most popular song was a Jay Giles B side, "Bang on the Drum All Day," and that's all yeah, you got. This is a guy who doesn't have either the depth or the breadth of a musical catalog to, to back up on to, to to lean on. He has somehow managed to. Uh, avoid both critical and commercial success over the last 50 years. <laughs> Amazing. Yet he is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame throwing condescending, horrible takes and, and arrows at, at other nominees and people who aren't in yet. Right. Um, it's just the most infuriating, worst look any person in the public eye could have. Right. Like if Prince wanted to say disparaging things, and rest his soul, of course. Okay, he's a virtuoso superstar musician. If, if he wants to disparage it, like, yes. I'm too good for the Hall of Fame, that's the level of person who gets to say whatever the heck they want. Not the yeah. guy who snuck in on his 9,000th nomination 
and then trash his fellow nominees for not being rock and roll. And, who, and like you said, to your point, if he really didn't want to be in and didn't want Take to your name perform, off. then he could have taken his name off the list a decade ago. Take your name off. Yeah. He's literally been eligible, I believe, since the mid-90s. Uh, but, but, he uh, doesn't, but, he do, but he doesn't want to be in. Well, 25 years later, we're still nominating you. All right, I'm doing a change.org petition to change the nomination from Todd Rundgren to Philadelphia's on the Hooters. Because if you include producing, they produce Joan Osborne, Ooh. Cindy Lauper, all sorts of great acts. I didn't know that. They're still touring. They still get 10,000 people at the man. That's amazing. I was talking to you know Christina Ricciardi last week right here in Cape Cod where I'm talking to you from right now. And uh, she was telling me how she was going to, maybe with you, a show at the Man Center. And I think the uh, Hooters are there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. It's called Hoagie Fest in August, and it's all Philadelphia bands. It's the Hooters. It's Hall and Oates. Uh, it's a couple others. I forget the ones, but those are the big ones. That sounds fantastic. You know what? She asked me to go, and if I can make it work, I'm going to take the lovely Cindy Harrington to Philadelphia, really for the first time since she was looking at colleges back whenever that was, and I would be super excited to go to Hoagie Fest. Let's do it. We'll go to the Mayor from Easttown Hoagie Fest. Hoagie Fest. How do you feel that apparently almost all those actors in that show, Todd Rundgren, you're done. Two minutes with yeah. Mayor of Easttown. Dan, okay. as a Philadelphia native and resident, how did you feel that the mostly British cast did capturing the Dale Koo accent? Uh, not great. It kind of, the first two episodes kind of took me out. And I think that's, I didn't start watching until like episode five had aired. So mm. there had been a lot of talk. There had been a lot of, it had been a lot of out there in the zeitgeist and people were talking about, oh, she's such a great job with the accent. So I came in looking like listening hard for it yeah it was okay it was spotty and most of the people were spotty but after like episode two their acting and the story was so good um and the the accents were good enough yeah. uh, that you know, i was fine with it you know who did really well i will say it's in my in my eye was uh the guy the detective sable i forget his name yeah he wasn't from philly that was a very believable philly accent from him yeah, I've been a fan of his. He was on American Horror Story. He's he's a really good actor, uh, and he did a great job with that accent. Um, he stood uh, as somebody who hears that accent every day. He stood out with his consistency of it. Love it. That's good stuff, and that's from a Philadelphia native. So there you go. So Thank you. speaking of Philadelphia natives, um, I don't want to talk about the Sixers. No, we're not going to do that. But I was going to actually okay. just say. Tom Rundgren, like the Sixers, will not be talked about for the next six months on this podcast. And hopefully, Tom Rundgren hopefully is never talked about again. I think, you know, don't involve me if he's talked about again. I'm that, done. That's fair. So we are saying goodbye to Todd Rundgren. Todd, I really do hope now that you don't show up. If you been, And by the way, if you do show up like, oh, I, I decided to jet over from Cincinnati to be with you all tonight, please don't. Say Cincinnati. I don't know if he's expecting like some big, huge, oh, thank God Todd Rundgren's here, but it'll be a smattering of applause at best. Yeah, it'll be the seven people at his table that he drags from Cincinnati to be there with him, and that's it. All right, let's leave it there. Dan, stick around for a minute. We'll catch up. Everybody else, please do not download any of Todd Rundgren's music. Unofficial not sponsor of the week. Todd Rundgren's catalog, everybody. Enjoy Filibuster Freestyle. Thanks for listening. See you, Dan.